Welcome back once again to Iowa Innovation. Wow, this is the season four finale, Anthony. Once again, we are telling stories about entrepreneurs, innovators, educators, just everybody who's doing something new and different in the state of Iowa. And uh, we had our 50th episode just last week, Anthony, and I'm like, I'm still kind of coming down from the high of that. That was amazing. No, yeah, it was. I know it was for sure amazing for you because you were here at the beginning phase and I came in, what, season two, just kind of started, got in a little bit, but now I've been here for season three and season four, basically full time. I mean, it is my job, you know, this is pretty cool to do, but we're here on our 51st episode. It is pretty wild. Cool and people. You know, we always, whenever we start off an episode, we you know we take the time to thank our, our sponsors for the show, uh, one of whom is our media sponsor, Upload Media Group, uh, which has been with us since the beginning and mm-hmm. has helped us grow this show into what it is. And they're the reason that we are now on video for this season. Uh, so a big shout out to them. But the other sponsor that we always do a shout out to on every episode is Van Meter. Uh, 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 you got that horn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need a horn. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Let's go. There They're is. here. Why have we waited until episode 51 to break that out? I think we should have had that since the beginning. We wanted to save a special for our sponsor for today. Well, no, we are actually really excited to have Van Meter on. And not just because they are a sponsor of the show, but because they're genuinely doing really cool work and and have been for a crazy long time. I, right. I did not realize Van Meter has been, uh, been around for 95. Five years, I wow. think it's crazy, and uh, and so my grandma. we are. <laughs> we are super. We are super excited uh, to welcome uh, to welcome. We have, we have two guests from Van Meter in the studio today. Uh, we have Danielle Monty is with us, and then we also have Gavin Palma. And so, welcome to the show, both of you. Thank Thanks. you. Yes, I would Appreciate like it. to add that Gavin sitting down looks as though he might be like six foot. But he's what? How tall are you, bro? Seven foot? Six seven. Six seven. Yeah. Yeah. Dang near seven feet tall. His head is hitting the ceiling. No lie. It's actually not a joke. I mean, if you look at the studio, like I mean, I there's up. a part right there on the ceiling where it comes down, and it's so unfortunate that it does it right there because that's right where Kevin's sitting. But uh, yeah, I'm glad you haven't injured your head yet. Um, yeah, no is the operative give, word. Give, give it time. I was gonna say we still got a whole episode to go. We might make him angry, and he'll stand up and be like, "How dare you!" Boom. You have to play the horn or something when I do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just impressed that the first time we did the horn, you didn't like shoot up in surprise. (laughs) Flip the table. (laughs) Well, uh, uh, Danielle, tell us first of all a little bit about your role with Van Meter. What uh, what what you bring to the team? Yeah, so my role is the community impact manager, and so every single day is filled with cultivating partnerships with our communities. And Cedar Rapids is our largest community. We started here. Uh, 95 years ago. Yeah, this year, actually, we're celebrating and we celebrate it all year long. And then we also have 25 other locations across the Midwest. So the goal of this position and and Van Meter in general is just to make sure that every community knows that we got their back. Yeah. And then one thing I would like to add uh, about Danielle is that everybody that I run into, and especially I talk about Van Meter or talk about yourself, 
they always say how lovely of a person you are. Thank you. But every time that I meet with you, you always exude the passion uh, for what you have for Van Meter and also the passion that you have for the community. So I applaud you for not just helping uh, with being a sponsor uh, for this podcast, but also helping and being a sponsor for Nuboco with our Computer Science uh, Education Week, which, which is going to be Fund Your Future February 6th. See you there. Nice. Hey, you know, <laughs> seriously, like today is the first day that, that I am meeting Danielle, but uh, Anthony's been talking you up. Oh, like, my all, gosh. All season. Uh, he's been because you've been working together for a while and you have like you, you've been saying um, like just just in planning for episodes, you're like, oh, it's going to be so cool. And we have Danielle on. I'm not <laughs> making that up. That is a direct quote from Anthony. He's been really looking forward to this. So and I so, need to increase his pay. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. But also, you <laughs> no, know, no, no, no pressure, Danielle, but you've been built up quite a bit. Oh, so, my gosh. Well, um, I'm glad I brought Gavin then because, yeah, yeah that's well, way better. Which is which is a fantastic segue. And to Gavin, welcome. Uh, tell us a little bit about your role with, with yeah. Van Meter. Uh, so my name is Gavin Palma. Um, I am a systems engineer. Basically, I support the needs technology-wise for all of our locations, um, whatever that may be, uh, hardware, uh, software, everything in, in between. So, And uh, so you know, we were talking at the beginning of the show about how Van Meter's been around since 1928 yep. is when you opened. And uh, and actually, I, was, I read some interesting trivia online. Uh, it said that uh, when Van Meter first opened in 1928... That they were the first facility west of the Mississippi to have fluorescent lighting. Spot on. Which mm. is pretty cool, I think. And kind of says something about how even at the beginning, Van Meter was innovating, you know, doing stuff that people around them were not yet doing. Um, but, you know, as any business owner knows, you can't stay still. You have to constantly be changing, constantly be evolving and innovating in order to stay relevant. Um if Van Meter's been here for 95 years, yeah. uh, what what are some of the innovations that you have to, like, how do you stay innovative? How do you stay on top of what's going on out there? I mean, especially as, uh, you know, distributing equipment where the market is constantly changing and distribution's constantly changing. How, as a company, do you stay on top of those things and stay relevant and not stay stuck in the past? Mm. Great question. I see that two ways. First of all, obviously, we were started by Mr. Van Meter. And since the beginning, he knew that being innovative and being the only one was a good place to be. And then he did that in partnership with culture. So Van Meter is 100% employee owned. And I know this this podcast is about entrepreneur and, and businesses. And they may look at an organization like Van Meter and be like, that doesn't necessarily align. However, it completely aligns because every single one of us owns that company. It's an, and it's an expectation to create change and find better ways to do that. And when you ask 850 people, to find better ways to do things, you are constantly evolving and constantly changing. We have people on our team where it's their job to just project manage all of our employees' ideas, which is huge. And then specific to Gavin's team, our IT team and the, the services that we offer, not only internally and externally, is constantly growing. I think in the last year, we've hired multiple developers, really grown that team and then given customers and employees access to that team. Mm -hmm. So when you have these incredible developers and engineers on your team and somebody in the warehouse or a delivery driver or an account manager knows who they are and that it's their expectation to make things better, 
we will constantly figure out how to do that. Yeah. And then to stick on to uh, talking about trivia, um, I do know that Van Meter out here in Iowa um, is somehow affiliated with Facebook. So, we are. So could one of you all, either yourself, <laughs> Gavin, kind of dive in and talk about <clears throat> how uh, big of a deal that is? Uh, yeah, it's real big. So what we do for the Facebook data centers is we provide a lot of the infrastructure pieces, um, which has been a really great relationship for us in general. Um, it's, you know, as they grow and grow and grow, is, and, and there's no... St- there's no stopping how much data is stored and, and how much they have to evolve as well to keep up with the, you know, the technology and the people using and the videos and everything that's uploaded. So um, it, it's been awesome and, and provide us a lot of business. And, you know, we uh, I don't know if you have anything to add on top of that, but <clears throat> no, and I would just say it's not just Facebook. It's also companies like Amazon Ooh. and Apple and Google and Xbox, which is my favorite thing to tell a group of high schoolers. <laughs> As I say, who plays Xbox? And they all raise their hand. And I'm like, and you don't even know who I am? And it's like we provide the products that our customers are installing to literally make those servers run. Because there is, like he said, there's no end to data. And especially right now as AIs come in, there's a lot going on. And this is what Rob and I talk about often is that Iowa is doing cool stuff that people just don't know about. You know, and then, I mean, Van Meter, 95 years, right? But like when you think about all those big companies that have scaled major and Van Meter is involved, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's it's definitely a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. You know, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, some may think is a small town and especially then Van Meter being on the southwest side. They have no idea that right around the corner there's this organization that's 100% employee owned and celebrating 95 years and and supporting massive names. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're also supporting smaller names because you've been working with NuboCo for a while. I I know that Van Meter's had a history with us. Um, You've sent some employees through our programs and and obviously now the podcast, but uh, can you kind of, can you just kind of talk about how that relationship has evolved? Like what drew you as a company to want to work with NuboCo? Yeah. So at the beginning, I think the Entrepreneur Academy is specifically what you're talking about. That group of people that I referenced earlier, where it's their job to project manage employee owners' ideas, that's who we sent to the Entrepreneur Academy. And again, some people may not think that aligns, but it fits in perfectly. And so that's kind of how we started. And obviously a priority of us is taking care of the community And I know what NuboCo does for our community, whether that's minority-owned businesses, girls in education and in tech. So that also brings that to the top of our list. Um, And the fact that it's happening here in Cedar Rapids and then also in a lot of our other locations, we're having conversations with teachers in Sioux City and Waterloo. And we can't do that without great partners. Yeah. And then, of course, like we're already here talking about the podcast. And so when you talk about the podcast, but also you talk about computer science, which is what you're involved in, is that because I'm not in that that world. So would you consider yourself in in the computer science world, Gavin? Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. I mean, any more technology, you know, that's the base of it. You know, we, we all have to have some sort of base knowledge. But, you know, within our team, we have four or five different core jobs. Um, but yeah, they're, they're all computer science based and, and that's kind of the, the beginning place to go. Okay. And so that relevance with computer science and Nuboco, we have our K-12 that has computer science, but I am super curious. I'm I'm sure the audience is as well, is to 
why is Van Meter a sponsor of Iowa Innovation Podcast, but also a sponsor of our computer science, uh, which is now called Fund the Future Night? Love that. I think I'll take the beginning and then maybe Gavin can share a story a little bit. But yeah. at Van Meter, our community given in partnerships is about 95% driven by employee owner engagement and passions. And we have computer science on staff. We have employee owners whose kids are going into computer science. And we know the necessity that bringing access to that is and how huge that is. And so that's a conversation that we want to be a part of and really use our power and our influence for good. And, you know, as humble as Gavin and his team is, I call them the ninjas of Ooh. Van Meter. <laughs> nobody really knows. For, for, you can't, you can't, how are you going to call this six, know, seven guy buddy. a ninja? <laughs> hey, how is he hiding? I'm that's sneaky. what I want to know. Sometimes I call him buddy. <laughs> Sometimes I call him Buddy the Elf, too, because he, he is so great, and he always steps up and helps me, i.e. today. Um, but people just do not necessarily realize what all goes into that. You know, Van Meter, we distribute electrical products, so a lot of people think like that's the extent of our business. However, because we're constantly innovating, we've become really successful. The reason for that is because of the people that support our technology, and we will always need more people to support that aspect of our technology. And I know Gavin's, you know, school and his story and the fact that it doesn't necessarily have to be a direct path to get you to a company like Van Meter is also why we want to be a part of that combo. Yeah. And so, Gavin, so if you don't mind sharing yep. a, a little bit of a story of why you joined Van Meter and um, how you got into <clears> that uh, software development. Nope. Not no, software development. No. Don't say no, you're not a dead no, guy. Not a, we just talked about you, this beforehand. <laughs> I, if, if, you're just, I? if you're just <laughs> listening to the podcast and not watching it, you missed the look of death. That I didn't even just finish the word. Look to at me. I didn't, I didn't, I'm just looking. <laughs> <laughs> just my face. <laughs> but no, but tell, tell us your story, man. So so really, I, I didn't have any um, desire to do this when I, when I started college or anything, and I joined the Army. Um, in the early 2000s, and I did communications. And as that evolved even, they moved into IP-based communications, Cisco-based hardware, and everything like that. And I was like, wow, this is, this is pretty interesting. Um, so I actually went through school through the Army, and then I developed that through actually my bachelor's degree. Um, you know, I had a bunch of jobs, not a bunch, let's not call it a bunch, but <laughs> I worked for a, a, a ISP for 12 years, and I actually worked for Facebook. I was a network engineer oh, for nice. them. Um, and you know, I just wasn't happy doing what I was doing. And then actually Van Meter was a customer of mine at one point. Um, and Dan Ramblesburg, who is, uh, my boss now reached out and said, Hey, I think this might be a really good opportunity for you. And I didn't really know much about Van Meter kind of, you know, it's in Cedar Rapids. It's that's, that's about all I knew. Yeah. Um, so I started looking into it and I was like, man, this is it's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and it's just as great as, you know, it looked on paper. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when I worked, walked in, I was like, why is everybody so happy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I was like, this is You're smiling at me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, I thought everybody's just pissed off. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and it is. And, you know, Danielle, like I said, she she's just like this in the office and out of the office, just in front of everybody. This is, you know, everybody's their, I think, authentic selves and, mm -hmm. and realize that we all have the opportunity to, to help change and grow the company. So yeah. it's just, 
it's an awesome environment, awesome culture. Can I add something really quickly about the reason why he came to Van Meter? Ooh. Um, So Van Meter is very involved in the corridor corporate games. (laughs) And we played basketball against Gavin. Uh, and as we all know, he's 6'7". So when we... Just stands in front of the basket. He's just like, get out. Go, literally. No, get these out of here. So when we hired him, the joke was that in his interview, we asked him if he was willing to play basketball. And we took the joke so far, because that's kind of what we do at Van Meter. And we added that to a hype video that we released to everybody what? and created a fake interview scene, literally with HR. They were in on it, which I think also, if HR is cool, you know created a fake interview scene that we were hiring Gavin Mm -hmm. for corridor corporate games in which we did take home the gold multiple times. And Gavin is very active, but so he, maybe he's not saying that, but that's also why we really (laughs) wanted him to work for us. (laughs) Basically because I beat them. Oh yeah. We stole him. Hey, that I you mean, got to do. If, that's if only you, fair. If you can't beat them, hire them exactly. so that you can use them to beat other people. No, yeah. that makes total yeah. sense. So he's tall and smart. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, total package. <laughs> I mean, it's, it sounds like there's a really, really, like a really fun and awesome culture there. Yeah. But that actually leads into something that I wanted to ask you. You've been mentioning several times the employee owned aspect of Van Meter. And I, I'm curious. Um, f- when, when you have an employee owned structure like that, what are the advantages of mm-hmm. being employee owned and then by on the flip side what are the challenges of being employee owned great question employee ownership is built on a lot of things but for me as i continue to watch this company grow and be a part of that i see two things that really stand out the first one is expect accountability when we own this company together even though it's not our personal money that we've maybe invested in a true entrepreneur setting, but it is our effort. And so I expect him to do things and I will feel confident to approach him, which leads us to the second one, and that's assume positive intent. Gavin and I and all 850 of us are in it together. So if I need help with something, I can go to him, or if I need guidance, or if I feel like he should handle something different, that relationship is so strong because we expect accountability and we assume positive intent. Mm. Yeah, I, I think on top of that, you know, it's not, nobody's like, oh, that's not my job. I'm not gonna do that. It's everybody's responsible for everything because each little piece is gonna help us all as a whole. Um, so I, I just think that, you know, with that, on top of that, just everybody together makes a way better end result than, you know, a bunch of individuals. Is. It's it's a lot easier to maintain an atmosphere like that when you're a small team, like 15, 20 people. Yeah. But how do you maintain something like that when you have as many employees as you do? That's a really great question and something that we've had to funnel some resources in over the last two years. So two years ago, we bought an organization up north called Werner Electric, and we essentially doubled overnight. And they were they, what's interesting is they had known about Van Meter through some, some past relationships, but they now were part of the employee ownership. So the pie not only got bigger, but we gave more pieces out. And so we had to explain and travel to all of the branches and really make an emphasis on what employee ownership is. And we hold everybody accountable to what employee ownership is, whether you're the CFO, you're a delivery driver, you're a first impressions team member. And so having decisions rooted in employee ownership and what's better for the people helps us do that. But 
it has been tough. And we have teams of people that exist at Van Meter to make sure and keep that culture around. And you would say that the longevity of an employee that comes to Van Meter is quite lengthy, right? Yes, we actually <laughs> have one. Um, her name is Kathy, and she's incredible. She's an accounts payable coordinator, and she's worked at Van Meter for 64 years. Man, wow. Yeah, and she actually helps make every decision related to community impact. And she will say, yeah, back in 1985, we did this, and this is how it started. Swear to God. Yeah. And at the end of the day, as the leader goes, uh, we are led by an incredible person, Laura McBride. Mm -hmm. And no matter if it's 10 people that work with her or 850 people, as the leader goes. And she holds all of us really accountable and leads the way. This is how I knew it was different when I when we did a tour at Van Meter and we walked into the building. Of course, you know, Danielle, super bubbly for sure. And then we walk into a room. I was like, this is a nice room. She's like, yeah, this is Laura McBride's room, you know, just the. <laughs> so would you is she the CEO? Or, yes. OK. Yeah. Yes. President and CEO. Yeah. So it's the president and CEO room and like super nice. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is a super open door policy you all have here but also when you go over to the warehouse and so what i'm thinking of a warehouse was totally different from when i totally. walked into this super nice facility and you see all of the employees on the wall and i believe under their names they have like owner or something of that nature yeah. um and so that personal touch um, make somebody feel at home. Mm -hmm. And it only makes sense for why somebody wants to stay at Van Meter for a long time. And then you walk into the back to where the actual warehouse is, and that is super cool. All the different technology that they have, all of the employees driving around, smiling at you. She's like, bro, you don't even know me. We're like, what, <laughs> what are you smiling at? You know what I'm saying? So that was super cool. And so I definitely love uh, that tour. But I can definitely understand why an employee would want to be at Van mm -hmm. Meter. So, but don't leave though, Anthony. Oh, ours. yay! I mean, <laughs> who knows? I mean, yeah. I was gonna say we just learned about how they like steal employees away. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, you, I, you I can play right. basketball can too. <laughs> you stay right there. I got above me, but it's all right. We'll be just undefeated. Throw it to Gavin. <laughs> Um, so I know we covered a little bit of this at the beginning of the episode, but, um, you know, but, but you've mentioned that Van Meter, although it's primarily, um, equipment distribution, that there's a lot of other areas that Van Meter works in. Um, can you talk about some of the other areas of business that Van Meter is involved in outside of just distributing equipment? Mm. Yeah. We want to just yeah, popcorn sure. it. Um, yeah. so, I mean, one of the other big pieces of our business is actually industrial automation. Um, and we do a lot of service-based um, uh, stuff around that. So basically, we will provide, you know, let's call it ADM or somebody large, uh, large manufacturer. We'll go in there and help them, whether it's streamline, update. Um, we develop plans uh, and, and all kinds of stuff. So we have a lot of Rockwell automation um, people doing that and, and going in and, and helping large organizations kind of whether it's become more efficient understand exactly how to connect all their e equipment um, and anything like that we we will help assist in that so yeah that's a great point and again van meter is an electrical distributor and that's how we started but we have innovated in so many ways beyond that we we are not just the organization that works with suppliers and the same product coming in goes out what's really important to us is service on top of that like we will sell you the product and 
So for me, Van Meter is a yes and. So we have your most basic electrical products, but we also have solar panels and solar boxes. And we're providing wire for Facebook, Google, Xbox, and then all of the PLCs and all of these incredible things that go into making John Deere exist and run and ADM. And so, you know, something that we're really proud of is our customers power the world. They feed the world. They power the world. Um, they communicate with the world. And as we continue to get bigger, we are a bigger part of that story, which also as an employee owner makes you really proud to look at the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital and know that the product we sold to our customers made that happen is is incredible. And that pride, it's like wearing your favorite team on your jersey, whether you're in middle school playing for the, you know, the green apples because you get to name your own team and it's always so weird. Um, or you're on the Van Meter team. There we go. You know, and that's, we have so much pride because we know what our customers are doing and the fact that we are part of that is huge. And so... How big is Van Meter trying to grow? I know that's a very broad that's question. That's a big question. Um, I don't. I think the sky's the limit. Okay. However, to your point, we have to do it very intentionally mm, because like our culture is a priority, yes. and there's probably a lot of opportunities our executives see. Because, like Gavin said, who wouldn't want to be a part of this? However, it has to be the right one mm. because if we're going to grow, we have to grow knowing that we want to keep this culture because that's what makes us successful. Ooh. And it's it's sometimes Great. tough to change that, you know, in an yeah. existing organization. So it's a good point. You know, the, the big key for us is ed- education, education, education on, on what we're doing internally and why we're the way we are. Yes. Um, so that's I think that's a huge piece of it. And, you know, when we did the acquisition a few years ago, that, w- that was a lot of it. You know, okay. just understanding, hey, where do we need, how do we need to change it and, and what do we do about it? So... So you were mentioning some of some of the huge companies that you work with, and some of the you know that you're you're making, you're basically part of really really big things uh, all over the country, really. Um, which then leads to the question, why Iowa? Mm. I mean, Van Meter yeah. could relocate. You could go to another market. You could. Uh, th- there's all kinds of things. And yet, for 95 years, you've been in Iowa, and you've continued to grow from here. But this is your home base. How come? What is it about Iowa that that you enjoy working? Why do you enjoy working here and why do you want to stay here? That's a good question. You know, I think there's... I love that every time I ask something, you say that's a good question. (laughs) I'm a very validating person. You're pumping up my ego. I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you. (laughs) The way that I see it, and this could totally be my opinion, is first of all, there is pride in where we started. And now just around the corner... Um, where the Madge Phillips building is now, is where Van Meter was. Downtown Cedar Rapids is where we started. That's awesome to us. Also, you know, there's been times where we've gone into other areas and (laughs) leading with service and culture just isn't the way that some organizations buy from. And that's okay. You know, we work really hard to take care of our customers exceptionally well. However, they have to want that. They have to want the validation. They have to want the delivery driver knowing their name and that they love Mountain Dew. Like that, that sort of relationship is very important to us. And maybe I'm going out of line to say you find that in the Midwest, right? You find that in Iowa. You find that in Minnesota. Midwest nice is a real thing. And, and you find that in Nebraska. So mm. that's where we are. You know, we have branches in Keokuk, Iowa. And... 
the tenure there is crazy. And the customers walk in and they know everybody in that branch. There's just something comfortable about familiarity. Yeah. And then I, I think I know why some people might want to stay at Van Meter as well. Because I know on some days, don't y'all give out like free hot dogs and free popcorn? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, it's bro. all about the hot dogs. Yeah. It's always about the hot dogs. I love That's it. That's the thing. Yeah. Do you are you uh do you indulge in the the free food, Gavin? Uh, if it's available, I usually eat it. Hey, I, yeah. It takes a lot to fuel all this. <laughs> hey, I uh, wasn't gonna say anything. I was I I tossed that up for you and slam, slam dunk. dunk. Come slam on. dunk. Hey uh, slam hey dunk. Are, are are you guys are you guys hiring? <laughs> I yeah. no, I did not say that. Van, I did not Wilkins, say that. You did not hear that. VanMeterInc.com/careers. <laughs> nice plug. Nice plug. <laughs> it's the hot dogs that do it, man. Yeah. I get it. And the pop. Popcorn, the popcorn. The popcorn yeah. is good stuff. And so that is, a, that is a, of course, a big memory that some people think about. But over y'all tenure being at Van Meter, could you let me know and the audience know about just like a fond memory that you have working at Van Meter? A good one. Yeah, please don't share the the, the sad ones. Oh, <laughs> I don't have I don't have any sad ones. Yeah, there's not there isn't any. He, he's he's I, paid to say that. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> let me make sure. Right, yeah, um, for me, I I think uh, just one of the things like during derecho, you know, we uh, we had a huge group of of people just going out and helping, um, and I will never forget like nobody, you know, we all showed up early, stayed late, did whatever we had to do just to help people for. You know, whoever needed it. I, you took, I don't remember what centers we went to, but, yep. you know, anybody that we're, have, you know, relationships with or anything, we just show up. And, and you know, we all did whatever we had to do to get it done. So mm. it was uh, it was awesome to kind of see that because I was relatively new at that time. I think I'd only been there just over a year. Um, and it was just incredible to see all these people that, you know, this isn't even close to what we would normally do on a day-to-day, but everybody shows up, works hard. And, and gets it done. So it, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. In my, in my role, I, you know, some days we joke, there's not a day, or at least not two days a week where you don't get a little choked up or emotional because we have the opportunity to donate to a lot of incredible organizations that are also really important to our people. And however, going back to that derecho, it hit Van Meter, the Van Meter building pretty badly, actually. And not a lot of people knew that, which is okay. You know, holes in the ceiling, dock doors ripped off, the flagpole through the front door. It was insane. Gas leak, all of the above. And it was actually my six-year anniversary at Van Meter, which wow. makes you 100% vested in the ESOP. So it's a big day. <laughs> yes. And I was there, and I was at the warehouse, and it was complete chaos, right? And there were there were people who couldn't get a hold of their families. And we didn't bat an eye. We said, go home. Figure out how to get home. And during that time, everybody was going home, but Lura came in, Lura drove in and she came to the warehouse when she definitely probably had her own things going on. And she, she looked at me and she said, for the next two weeks, you will be responsible for making sure this community is taken care of. Mm. This was not my job at the time. I actually was the project manager for ideas. And so for two weeks, I didn't do anything related to Van Meter work. I ran food sites. We took care of our employees who were severely impacted. 
We got groups together like Gavin. Our customers were calling us saying, how can we help? I remember we had customers from Des Moines driving over with chainsaws and dump trailers. And so for two full weeks, my entire job, which is now foreshadowing, I guess, was related to taking care of the community. And the fact that she didn't bat an eye by saying that's my expectation of you is will make me forever loyal mm. to to what our responsibility is in all of our areas. Yeah, no, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Laura saw that community uh, aspect in you and knew that you would yeah, do a great, great job. And I remember the first time when we sat in Laura's um, office, we, we were just kind of going back and forth. And uh, I wanted to know, like, hey, like, what do you have long term with Van Meter? You know what? Uh, are you mm. going to put me on blast right now? I want to be the CEO president. <laughs> I was like, you go, girl. You can mouth. do it. Thank but, you. Okay. Yes. No, but seriously, Thank though. You. But, like, I know I, I always talk you up, but everything that comes out of your mouth, especially when talking about Van Meter, is so highly. Thank you. And I know in the future check back in with us who, who knows <laughs> next season season five um that, that you will be the ceo president or whatever you wow, want to do very put nice your mind you. to you know and that's very nice and slightly embarrassing but it's okay um <laughs> and i think you're right i think the reason i i love to say that or feel okay to say that is because i have so much pride in working for this company and i know what it can do mm. which who wouldn't want to be a part of that story, no matter what it is? So, yeah. Check <laughs> yeah. back in, like, hey, season 12. You, season yeah. 12. You got, you got my book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is this my campaign? Is that how yeah. this works? Okay. We, can, we, can just kick, we can just kick it off right now. <laughs> Ten-year ten year plan. Yeah. Here. <laughs> Starting oh, my now. gosh. I get that, though. Good. I mean, I have such a – I'm very passionate about just – just the idea that there are really great things happening in Iowa and that I, every time that I hear somebody who's like, Oh, I'm so embarrassed to live in Iowa. I'm like, why, why? Because you, because you don't, because there's a politician you don't agree with, mm. then change it. Mm. Because if you love this state Nailed and you that. love the things that are happening here in this state, then, you know, then, then tell people that yeah. I, there's, there's a lot about Iowa that I'm really proud of. And, and, uh, and I'm, I love some of the work that's coming out of here. I mean, one of the cool things we've been able to do on this podcast is that we've been able to highlight so many companies and people and educators uh, and even government officials who are doing really cool things, whether it's the community or it's in the state. But there's a lot of really exciting things that are happening in the state of Iowa. And and, and it also goes beyond what people expect. You know, people who aren't from Iowa are like, hey, yeah, you guys grow a lot of corn there, right? Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, well, yeah, we do. But do you know what else we do? Right. And I, I mean, Van Meter is a huge part of that. Thank you. Uh, but there are, and there's so many other companies that are a huge part of that. And uh, I am, and I think also it's it's that passion and it's that caring about this place that is why a lot of people did react the way they did during the derecho. That mm-hmm. we didn't have people just kind of, you know, sitting around waiting for the government to swoop in and help, or who were just like, oh well, I guess we're moving. It's like no, people were like, no, we're gonna fix this place. We're gonna put our home back together and we're going to do whatever we have to do help neighbors help other businesses um so the fact that that van meter was part of that is i think it's huge but at the same time that is what i love about iowa um and you mentioned before that you like doing business in the midwest because of like the midwest nice things like that but are there other things about living and working in iowa 
that you really love? Just just that that make you be like, hey, I'm really proud to be from this state. Is there anything like that that either of you could speak to? I personally like that I don't have to deal with traffic. I don't have to <laughs> wait. No, that's a big one. Was that that like I was. Except except on 380 during the commute. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the only time. You know, like I a two get, minute yeah, added. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, go to Dallas. Listen to a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm driving Atlanta, yeah. and you're gonna yeah. be like, I miss 380 yep. so badly right now. Yeah, I. You know, I think it's to your point is there's so much going on. I mean, just here in Cedar Rapids, General Mills is here. ADM is here. The solar that's going out mm. with Dwayne Arnold. Like there's just so much going on right here. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that growth? And Van Meter is right in the center of it and helping power it. It just makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. What is yours, Rob? Mm. Oh, boy. Gosh. Um I, I well, a lot of it is kind of what we've been talking about. I mean, I do think it's true that there's a, a work ethic here, and there's a concern about the people around you that you don't always find everywhere else. And I love that I've had so many opportunities in mm-hmm. Iowa uh, across the board uh, as as a as a writer, uh, as a as a as a journalist. When I was doing that, um, I've had a lot of opportunities in the arts. I mean, there's a fantastic mm-hmm. yes. arts and creative community in the state of Iowa, and there's so many things that you can get to do. Uh, I, I love that there's so many things that are possible here. Uh, and I speak as somebody who, you know, I, I lived in New York for a while. Uh, I was actually born in Pennsylvania. So uh, so I'm not like, oh, Iowa's all I've ever known. I've known a lot of places. And there's a lot of really good things about Iowa that make me want to mm-hmm. stay here and mm-hmm. raise a family here. And so I'm, I'm very proud of it. Uh, but I'm going to throw that question back at you as somebody who is from Waco. To you, you knew I was going to do no, it. No, I knew. You I knew, knew I was going to do it. I was like, that's why he teed you. <laughs> you've only you've only been here for how many years have you been here? Anthony? Six years. Six years. Six okay. years. Okay. And uh, within that six years, a lot of stuff has happened. I mean, I was I would just say a lot of things that cheered me or might maybe might want to leave. Like the Rachel happened, the polar vortex happened. <laughs> You know, and I'm yeah, like, I cool. about that te- Texas yeah. boy, I'm like, man, what is going I on say, here? I, I love many things about <laughs> Iowa, but the weather is not one of them. I mean, but we that, can't be perfect. We, yes, <laughs> that is true. That is true. But one thing for sure, moving here to Iowa, is that the opportunities um, that I've uh, been able to to embark on, but also to meet actually nice and cool people. Um, I thought it would be kind of hard for me to like make friends, uh, but with the Economic Alliance here um, and other networking events, I've been able to meet some pretty cool people. But also I've been blessed to work at the new Bohemian Innovation Collaborative that's also been able to put me out there, be on the podcast. We just did a uh, we were just on the news today talking about the podcast as well. Uh, we did a podcast with Debbie Durham live at Entrefest. And so a lot of things that I actually, which I don't even know you knew this, that I thought about growing up because I always thought about being in front of a mic, being on TV. I've actually got to live that through Nuboco. So a lot of stuff with that is with Iowa, but also it comes with the job. And I'm super blessed to be here in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa, the city of five seasons. Now, if we could just get hot dogs, mm. we'd be set. We got we got to put that in the budget. We got to put that in the budget. Call Moco. I mean, they're not that expensive. <laughs> they're really not. They're, they're really not that good for you either. But that's all it takes to make us happy. It's really. Um, 
Well, I, I, I cannot thank the two of you enough yes. for, yes. for coming and chatting with us today. Um, it, it's it, it's kind of sad that we're, we're closing the doors on another season. Season yeah, it four. It's yes. wild. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm very happy, you know, to be able to make a thank you to the two of you in person for having sponsored the podcast this season. Van Meter has been an awesome partner for us. Uh, and of course, uh, one last shout out for the season to Upload Media Group, Upload Media uh, Group. who have been with us since day one, episode one. <laughs> 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 There it is. He was um, ready for that. <laughs> I, I, there's no way we could have done what we've done with this show without upload. And uh, and and having video this season has been a really fun addition. It's been made it even easier for us to kind of spread some of these stories and, and share them. I agree. And um, so so huge thanks to uh, to upload and to Van Meter for making this possible. And a huge thanks also to everyone who's been listening to us this season uh, and really for the whole show. Um, and uh, from me, thank you, Anthony, for like this has been a really, really cool season getting to co-host with you. I've had a wonderful time, and I, uh, I, I am sure we will do many, many more projects in the future. But I'm, I'm very happy with how this one went. So thank you. Hey, no, you are welcome. But I want to say thank <laughs> you, Rob, for introducing me to this podcast to be able to talk to a lot of innovators, educators, and entrepreneurs here in Iowa, because it is still crazy to say, but I've been here six years, but I had the opportunity to talk to a lot of cool people that are doing great things here in Iowa. And we have this platform to be able to let people know of all the cool stuff Iowa is doing, and I have that pleasure of doing that with you, sir. So I appreciate it. And so for those who are listening, if this is the first episode you're hearing, um, we have 50 other <laughs> stories just like this. Uh, you can find them at nubo.co and just click on Iowa Innovation Podcast. You can also go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find Iowa Innovation and check out some of the stories that we have been able to tell. It has been such an honor being able to do that. And uh, so thank you to everyone thank you anthony uh thank you to both of you and uh just keep innovating iowa we'll see you we'll see you down the road see you down the road <laughs>